Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Psychovertical podcast. So this uh, today I'm back in the talking from my uh, from my house. It's absolutely like it's a uh, really really wet outside. So maybe this is the first of the first of the winter storms coming. Um, so yeah, uh, what to talk about? I start. I was. I've already started right doing this podcast once. And I start. Um, I was talking, answering some some questions about stuff, and uh, I kind of I, I didn't really have any waffle at the start, so I just uh, seemed a bit weird. So I thought I think I should start again and have a have a bit of waffle because the waffle probably the, the 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 best reason for listening. Well, it's not a good reason, but it's like a reason for listening to this podcast. It's funny. It's funny, isn't it? How imp- how important sort of podcasts become. And how you just listen to, you just I guess you just like listen to them to death, don't you? You just have you have you have like a a podcast that you just listen to and listen to, and then one day you just kind of maybe it's like <laughs> it was like maybe it's like relationships. You just kind of fall out of love with each other. You just hear the same story, to, to, you know, once too often, and you you know yeah you know I think you I think maybe you, I think you actually fall out with yourself in the same way. You just kind of get get like get bored to death with yourself. With your you've had you've had all the jokes and all the stories already. So yeah, so there's a few. I guess there's like a few. There's a few podcasts. Like I really, I really loved. I I really used to love um, uh, the uh, Eric Weinstein podcast. What was that? What was that called? The the something. Anyway, I, I really I really like loved that one. It'd be, it'd be interesting to go back and listen to it, and just think if it was. You know, look back and think it was crap. Like everything's, like hindsight's, you know, kind of a, it's an amazing thing. Like the internet, and in that you can just, you know, everything's sort of documented. So you can go back and you know, people will be saying like, oh, there'll be no war, or you know, COVID won't be a big thing, or you know, all these kind of things. And um, uh, yeah, so sometimes, <laughs> so maybe sometimes you have to, you, you know, you can go back in a year, then you have to go back maybe after ten years and see if they were right in the in the end. So. Yeah, so what? Yeah, so yeah, I do find like my yeah podcasts seems a big thing. Like at the at the moment, I'm I'm uh, I'm training. I'm training for something. I don't know what I'm training for, but I was. I think I think when 
because I was over in the UK for like a month, month and a bit, and had all my my mum's funeral and all that kind of stuff. I kind of, I, I kind of got really fat, so I just came. I can always tell when I'm really fat is that I've got a my waterproof jacket. I, I basically own, own like one like montane sort of waterproof jacket, a like sort of Gore-Tex jacket, and uh, it's uh, it just fits me. It's like a it's like for alpine climbing kind of thing. It's kind of heavy duty, but it's like I think it's meant for alpine climbers. It's very sort of tapered. It's not very baggy. So if if I start feeling, <laughs> if I start zipping it up, I'm like I could like pull my stomach in. I know I've got you know I'm getting fat, so that's my uh, benchmark. But I was uh, you know I definitely I think I was quite heavy. I was probably like a hundred kilos, and then the next next time I look, I was about a hundred and hundred well there was a hundred nine kilos. And then, uh, <laughs> and then I've been training. I've been training quite a quite a lot. So so now, we're now I'm like 110 kilos. So then you're like, am I getting fatter? Am I getting fitter? I you know what's uh, what's what's going on? So it's very it's probably yeah. Scales are a funny a funny thing, aren't they? I guess it's how you feel. I guess it's how how you feel in yourself if you're um, you know if you're feeling strong. If you're feeling strong, you're always going to feel heavier, I guess. Like my my current my current thing is so I get to put I got to, well I got this baby coming soon, so I'm I'm aware that the, the clock is ticking. Like all of a sudden, I'm not going to want to be getting up early. I'm just gonna I just want to get as much sleep as possible. But I kind of get up at six in the morning, and then I have to do it without waking the other child up or waking my wife up, heavily pregnant wife. So I just have. I have my like my Garmin watch that just kind of buzzes, kind of like vibrates. So I can I can hear it vibrating. So I get up, go downstairs. I'm not allowed to put the kettle on because it might wake you know wake Noah up or something. So I have to like creep around, have a have my pan, have a pan of water, and have, have water. And the I think the idea is you, you get up at six and then you've got to get out there as soon as possible. But often I'm look I'm drinking my cup of tea and it's like nearly seven o'clock and I'm just like. Sort of letting fuck all. So, um, anyways, I go out into the shed, and at the moment, I'm just doing. Uh, like I said, I, I, I was doing. I was doing quite a lot of sort of bar, you know, bar work. What we call it, not not working in a bar, but you know, like the, you know, that kind of stuff. But I've, I kind of, I'm never quite sure. Although you, although I can end up, you know, lifting much heavier weights. I think maybe it's an age thing, but I actually don't feel that healthy doing it if you know what I mean like when you're when I'm like bent maybe because I'm tired but if you like if you're bending down with Noah and you're like you know you're like oh god my legs are I can't stand up or something it's uh you know I never I'm never quite sure you know I think I don't know so it's a weird thing but so so I've just been doing like uh kettlebells because I do find the kettlebell thing really uh it seems to it seems to be more applicable just for being a, a dad, <laughs> if you know what I mean. It seems to be more effective. And it's also, like, I really don't like going for a run. And it's much more, um, you know, like a like a, a workout, like going for a run, but not having to go anywhere, like just doing your shed. And I, uh, I, I tend to try and do... I tend to try, try and do as close to, like, a 1,000 calories of... With you know, in about an hour, you, the, the aim is to sort of burn about a thousand calories. I'm only, I'm only going like it, it's probably not a thousand calories. I'm just going by what my, what my, uh, I have like a heart, one of those things you put around your 
heart those bands and then it just picks it up on the iPad I've got like a training well like an app on the training thing where, where I put in all the you know if you're doing circuits or whatever and it and it, it measures your heart at the same time so you can see what you're so you can have an excuse like if your if your heart's heart rate's up to like 170 <laughs> you can have a little have a little break or something and then wait for it to go back down again so yeah so and just just doing uh just lots of like simple simple exercises like kettlebell swings and all that kind of stuff but yeah it's quite good i usually i usually i usually do like one exercise every minute so you so your exercise and your and your rest are in in the same you know they're all together so if you do an exercise that takes a long time you know like a like a sort of compound exercise what's it called an armor armor build or whatever it's called where you do a you do like is it three three two swings overhead press three squats like that might take you know more than 30 seconds and then you then you then you haven't got much time to have a rest and then you have to go into the next thing so so gen, generally you know I do like uh you know I could swing swing uh kettlebell swing then I'll do a deadlift with a, I've got like a really heavy kettlebell like 48 kilos I'll do 10 10 of that and then I'll then I'll do you know that that kind of thing and do, and generally try and do I always, I always like to have I always like to do like a hundred a hundred um exercises you know a hundred uh sets is it a hundred sets hundred reps hundred sets no hundred reps so yeah so so I'd be doing like ten kettlebells I ten ten deadlifts and I'd do that like ten ten times uh so I'd have like ten. 10 anyway <laughs> not very good on maths but that kind of thing anyway so it's quite good i always feel i think if you have to have a shower if you've been training and you have to have a shower afterwards then that's training and if you can't if you just like go in make a cup of tea and sit down and carry on the rest of your day that's probably that's probably something else so so yeah so i think it's uh interesting uh it's not interesting at all it's just it's just it's just stuff so yeah so yeah but it was, in, it, was it was a very interesting uh podcast this week uh since this week Jocko Jocko Willink he was talking to some guy who uh was some navy seal type character and you know by the, he was basically fucked over by by being a navy seal for years and years and years and uh and he ended up being prescribed about 10 different medications towards the end you know like one for depression and then they, they made him so he couldn't sleep so they give him another one to help him sleep but that they give him migraines so they give him another one for the migraines and just it's like you know you're like what the fuck you know if you were, if you're doing this to a dog you'd be like oh that's a bad idea just anyway but they, they were saying that the there's a lot of data um you know that just exercise and raising your heart rate as a as a more beneficial effect than any of these uh drugs and things which is uh you know, it's kind of it's kind of obvious, I guess. So, um, so yeah, um, so yeah, so I, so I end up listening. I end up always have. I tend to have listen to the always have like podcasts I'm listening to. Um, you know, when I'm when I'm on when I'm listening to that, it's, it's very. I guess it, I guess it affects your mood. Uh, the kind of podcasts, like some of them bring you down, and some of them are, some of them are funny. There's many funny ones, but you know, some of them. Are, Funny, but I've I've actually started list. I, I actually signed up to that masterclass thing, masterclass website. You see those adverts for it, and so I've been listening to like David Lynch talking about making films and stuff. And that's maybe that's more, it's maybe it's more productive than if you're listening to stuff about social justice 
you know, like you know, all that kind of shite, you know, going on in America. Like, does it really matter? Does it really matter what's going on in like New York schools? You know, if I live in Ireland, so so yeah. So I kind of, I kind of in kind of enjoy that, and then I kind of uh, so yeah. So so yeah. So I, I don't see. I don't. I don't really feel like I'm training for anything at the moment. Like my when my son was living. So my son moved back. Went back to England eventually. So. He, he, he gave up his, he packed up his job, went back to England. He hasn't got another job since. So it's, I don't know. I think if you if you give your job up, you should probably, you should probably have another job before you give it up. Because I don't know when you've got when you've got a job, it seems much more easy to get another job, or you feel, feel much more optimistic. But as soon as you haven't got a job, everything seems really desperate. And I think maybe people can, can tell you know can tell that um, unless you're giving up your job to do something you know, something else, you know, if you're going to go off for six months or whatever, or do something, then you, then coming back, uh, in a way, I think maybe people think, oh, this, this guy's just been off traveling around the world for six months. Let's, let's, you know, let's entrap him in another job, you know, a bastard, you know, so they do on purpose to, you know, give you lots of like, um, you know, perks and things. So yeah, so hope, hopefully, hopefully he gets a job. I'm trying to get a really, it's, I really, uh, I really want him to come back to live in Ireland because it's. I quite like my kids being sort of, you know. I think I think it's very important to have like some sort of to keep your family around you. You know, this atomized world we live in, where everybody lives, you know, you know, in Timbuktu. It's kind of good. It's good to some in some degrees, but it's. I think it's probably not good in in more. Like it's good to have that. You know that the you you you're. Uh, Support support network and things. It's kind of important. So, so yeah. So what was what was my point? Yeah. So he, anyway, he said that he reckons I'm I'm like some uh, assassin who's like retired. Like I'd be like <laughs> like Liam Neeson or someone like working in my working in my garden, like oh with an ice axe or something like chopping chopping a tree down with an ice axe. Oh yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I've got an unusual set of skills. So uh, so yeah, is a is. I don't, I don't, like, I've not done any trips for such a long, such a long time, uh, but yet you're kind of writing about stuff to do, to do with all that kind of stuff, like sort of mining all your, all the stuff you've got in your head from your, from the, from the past, it is, is kind of weird, uh, but I, I am, I am kind of aware that maybe, uh, I don't know why, but for some reason, this, my new, my latest child, has made me a lot more kind of anxious about, like, if your life was a film, and you suddenly, you know, your life was all struggle, and uh, going off and doing things where you could die doing them, and then but eventually you find some place where you're completely happy and content, and then you die doing something completely pointless, you know, that would be that would be like a quite a you know, poignant part in a film. So I think I feel a little bit like that. Vanessa's always like, oh, you need to go to Yosemite or you need to go and do something. And I'm like, oh, I'm all right. I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm fine. <laughs> fine doing this. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a bit weird. Like it's seeing, like this week, like Hilary Nelson died, you know, skiing down, uh, was it Man Manaslu, whatever it is. I remember meeting, I think I met her a few times, but I, met, I was on like a, a panel, a panel with her in um, in in Banff, and uh, you know it's like so it's like so tragic. It's like it's it is a real kind of it is a real, 
you know, like it's so hard to give to stop doing it, isn't it? Like you just uh, you're compelled to. I think you're compelled to keep doing it because you don't know what else you could do. Really, like it become it probably becomes like you know maybe one reason for going off and doing some trip will be just have something to talk about. Like if you're doing another slideshow or something. Like I don't ever want to be the person who's doing a slideshow about something that happened like 20 years ago. Like I always like to be be talking about, you know, things that, are, that have happened recently. And uh, I, don't, I really don't even like on Instagram, like posting, you know, old pictures of some being in somewhere or other, because I don't know, it's like, a, I don't know, it may kind of, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. And it's, so yeah, so I, I am, I, I am often, you know, I think I think often you know people who were who were soldiers and they uh, end up signing up and you know fighting in some you know like a mercenary or signing up for some uh, military contract type thing. I think maybe it's because they don't really know what else to do. Like it's what they're it's what they're 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 good at in a way. You know, it's like the only thing they're good at. Like they don't want to go and get a job in like someone <laughs> someone offered me a job in a cattery. <laughs> basically they came around and like oh would you be would you be interested in uh coming and uh looking after the cats like you know in the every in the mornings like come up to this cattery and sort of the cats out i was like well i don't like cat shit i don't like cat food i don't like cats so i think i think i like pass on it but then vanessa was like oh you you give up it could have been a nice little job for you that doing doing the cats i'm like no i've got i'm not fucking sorting out cats and uh, but there is that part there is that part of you that's like um you know may, maybe 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 it would be you know maybe it would be good to you know to because I, th- I think you do get like hooked on this on the like hillary you know you'd always be the next big thing the next big you know trip and and for for all her successes, if you look at like a Wikipedia page, you'd see, you know, you'd see all these successes, but there would have been, you know, five times the amount of trips she went on where things didn't turn out as they wanted or they didn't get things done. And and I, I know you're not supposed to say this, but I don't know, like when you've got, when you've got kids, it's a lot, it's, it is worse if you're the mother than if you're the father. Like, I know you're not supposed to say that, but it is, it is true. There's, there is like there's a bond between like a mother and a child that you that you just don't have, you know you don't have that with your with your, with your dad like you, I don't know if it's like a biological thing but yeah it's a much it is a much easier for the for your dad to just like go out the door and never come back, but it's not as easy for you know like I, I you wonder about, um, you know uh, I don't know you just like you know pick climbers who's mums have died and then they you know it's just it does have an it does have an effect like some you know you meet some people where their dad's died climbing and they're basically kind of obsessed about their their dads and their how they died and the climb and everything else and it's kind of it's kind of unhealthy it's probably it's probably best just to (laughs) just just to wait until don't die until your kids really fucking hate you and then they'll be like, they'll be, they'll be glad. They'll be like, this is a favour. So yeah, so it's. I started reading Brian Hall's book, uh, and that's that's really high, highly recommended. Is it called High Risk or something? About looking at back at the nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties, all the British 
climbers who died, like Himalayan mountaineering. But it really is, you know, like Him- Himalayan stuff, it really is so fucking dangerous. And I think you, I think there's something about being, being on a, on a glacier. Like someone, someone's told me, if you ever go on a, if you ever go on a climbing trip, a big expedition, if you come home, when you come home, don't make any massive um, changes in your life. Like don't pack your job in, don't pack, your, don't end your relationships or anything like that. Because you're, you're kind of not the, you're not in your right mind when you come home. You have to give it some time. And, like I've done that, I've done that myself. I've come back and and was not in my right state of mind and packed in relationships and done like crazy crazy shit because you because it's you know I don't know what, maybe it's like self self sabotage I don't know but the um, but the, I think the the reverse is also true is that when you go from the real world you it's like you know it's almost like what goes on in Vegas <laughs> what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas like when you're on the glacier in some tent for like two months or something or you know in the middle of nowhere you kind of become detached from reality you're almost like in this uh in this like film soap opera thing and you don't really you don't really you know like when you set off up the glacier to try and go for the summit of k2 you haven't got your children like crying you know like pulling at your legs telling you not to die daddy and all that kind of stuff and uh yeah and you think and then you get i guess you get away with it and then you think well next you know you you just you know what you're you're here today gone tomorrow really you know like you know no one no one will no one's even going to know who hillary who hillary uh was you know by next week it's just it's just you're just another dead climber it doesn't just you know it doesn't matter like it's a total tragedy for your family and few people who know you but the, you know those people who knew her who were thinks it's sad that she's died you know they've probably countless people have died it just joins that list of dead people you you know so it's uh you know you, you kind of look at the photograph i think was she for probably the same age as me look at the photographs of her and you think like like fuck you should have just like started <laughs> teaching kids to ski and just gone skiing do you know what i mean just spend the rest of your life just do something that that actually makes you happy every day, not something that makes you happy only when you get to the top and just, you know, it's just a lot of hard heartache for everybody else, you know, around you and stuff. And, uh, you know, I think, I think, I think Conrad Anker probably, I get the impression that, that when he married Alex, I can't remember her name now, Alex Lowe's wife, that he kind of made that decision that he was going to be this, um, you know, do the right thing and stop doing big trips and, settle down and be a dad to the to Alex's kids and all that kind of stuff but I don't think I don't think that lasted very long like you just get you just get sucked back because I think that that world is because it's not the real world you know it's so kind of intoxicating really it's uh you know it's you know yeah it's, it's very um it's, it's very it's very hardest thing in the world is to come back and just be a normal person and and be in be concerned with that with all the important stuff like normal people have to deal with all the important things um and i guess, I guess the more you're one of those people who's always going away is you're 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 basically the you're basically like the child and you make everybody else around you be like the adult they have to like sort out you know sort out all the stuff that you don't sort out because you're not around and then when you die 
you said again it's like the ultimate you know like someone has to start with your funeral and get your body back and sort out death certificate and all that kind of and all that kind of shit so it's um yeah i'm not saying i'm not saying you shouldn't do it <laughs> i'm not saying you shouldn't do it i'm just saying that i think is you when when you're young you're like oh what's this old fucking bastard talking about it's not what he's talking about but i think as you get i think as you get older i think you you know you i think you is it is it reality is it do you get mugged by reality or do you become cynical like i do i do like i, I very rarely comment on people's posts on um like on instagram and things but i do often find myself I have this kind of very cynical, um, I don't know, it's like you kind of forget that other people aren't like you. Like they've, they're generally the people you're commenting on. Uh, like the, so this week you had the, the well last week you had the, the Kurdish woman who was like, um, who died under like, you know, with like the, the moral morality police in Iran and, so suddenly you've got all this stuff about, you know, uprising and, you know, social justice in Iran and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I think Hazel Finley, like, she'd give over her Instagram account or something to someone about it. You know, but to my to my mind, having having lived long enough and seen more of this sh- more of this shit, is that I always think it's not what you think it's... It was, you're, not, you're not what... It's not what you think it is. And it's not going to end out... It's not going to end how you think it's going to end. Like it's just going to end up with like loads of people dying, loads of people going to prison, loads of, you know, you know the worst the worst case scenario is you get what you want, you know, you overthrow the Iranian government and then you end up like you end up with a civil war and you end up with like a hundred thousand people dying and you end up with total, you know, like so I think there's that there's that kind of again it's like being getting an old fucker basically like I'm not saying. You know, someone someone was commenting like, "Why do you, why, you know, are you just being, um, you know, contrarian or whatever?" And it's like, I'm not, I'm not being contrarian. Like, I really, like in the past, I've been really hostile towards Islam and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like, you know, all these fuckers, one minute they're going on about colonialism, and the next minute they're trying to like, you know make other countries which aren't like where they live like them in a way and uh i think you never really understand that the majority of people actually quite like you know like women wearing you know headscarves and all that kind of stuff like you can't really i don't know like someone yeah someone was someone was saying like oh none of my friends you know they they you know they 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 they're not they're not muslims and they don't want to you know, blah blah blah, and it's like, well, you probably live in like the university district of Tehran or somewhere. You know, you probably don't know anyone who's a devout Muslim, but I'm sure if you go, you know, it's just not. It's like it's a bit like when you say, I can't believe anyone would vote for Donald Trump, or I can't believe anyone would vote for the Tory party, but it doesn't mean that there aren't anybody, there's anybody out there who votes for them, because you probably find that at least fifty percent of people are voting for those, or if, if not more. So, so yeah, so I think it's. I don't know. Maybe, maybe feel like sh- maybe, maybe, maybe not going away on expeditions um, and having adversity. Maybe that's one re- one reason you you probably uh, probably look at look for trouble on social media because you always you know whenever you see like a thing on Instagram and it's just got like you know someone says something you know like uh, you know 
you know, what more women should get Oscars or something, you know, and you just see like 500, you know, like, you know, you know, smiley face, you know, you know, like hand clapping, you know, high, high heel shoe, um, you know, <laughs> phone, you know, that kind of stuff, like just like nonstop. And you're like, these can't be real people. These must be all, you know, you know, whatever. So, um, I always, I always feel compelled to, to say the opposite. It's like, oh, well, have you ever thought about this? That maybe, maybe women aren't like pre-programmed to be like selfish, obsessive, uh, compulsive assholes like men are, you know, but maybe that's a biological thing, blah, 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 you know, and people be like, don't you be that guy and all that kind of stuff. And so, so, yeah. so it's, a bit, it's a bit of a weird, um, a weird thing, you know, you, you got, I guess you got to have all your wells filled. And I guess one of my wells is, um, being an asshole, I think that's, uh, you know, if I'm not being an asshole, I really feel like I'm sort of selling myself short if I'm not being an asshole. If I'm being really, if I'm being really nice, like I haven't, I have noticed, I have noticed since, uh, I think because, you know, the mass, mass formation psychosis kind of idea is that you do realise that, that nearly everybody is, is fucking mad these days and you can't have a rational conversation with anybody about almost, about almost anything because they'll just repeat back to you this kind of, you know, Pay, cut and paste kind of viewpoint of, of, of things there's no like you're, you're much easier like one place where I work it's next to like in Ireland you have the if you're a refugee you don't really like in England if you're a refugee I think you just give you a council house or something <laughs> you just move in but um, in Ireland they basically put you in a hotel and I think you probably stay there forever you know it's not a very enticing island if you're a refugee that's why not you don't get so many people trying to get get into Ireland, I guess. But um, but you can actually have a more. So where where I work is next to one of these hotels, and uh, yeah, I can actually have a more interesting conversation with someone who is a refugee, whether they're from you know like you get all sorts of different people from, but like Syria. You know, you can basically get different kind of refugees in, in this hotel. Like a lot of them aren't refugees; they're just from like Zimbabwe or somewhere. Like they could, they don't really need to be in Ireland. And I, th- I don't think people want to stay after a while. Like one winter, they're like, "Send me back, please." You know, and uh, we can actually have a more like pr- like effective and interesting and uh, rewarding conversation with someone about immigration who's actually a refugee than you can with someone. Who, you know, just who just has the like how like even today I was reading Noah some storybook about being kind, and I'm like reading this book. I'm like, this is actually a book about like there's plenty of room in the tree for everybody of all colours and blah 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 blah. I'm like, this is actually kind of brainwashing him. Like it doesn't actually this children's book doesn't talk about the lack of housing or like the lack of like school placements for children and all this kind of stuff. It's not got enough practical implications of like mass immigration into like a, a country into a country so anyway so but you can actually have those kind of conversations because generally most um most refugees most people from other parts of the world they're like massively right-wing you know <coughs> kind of like right-wing intolerant kind of uh, people if you ever do get like far-right parties like you've got them in you know got them in sweden now so i guess we'll all have them soon is um It'll just be full of like um, like immigrant people. <coughs> I'm choking. I'm choking now. I think I'd be poisoned by some by 
by my hateful speech. Um, so yeah, so <coughs> God, like I've, I've, I've instead of having um, I usually have porridge for breakfast, but I'm trying with my new trying to get a bit fitter. I've uh, I've been having uh, um, no wheat, so I've been having um, just a banana, like I call it a milkshake. <laughs> banana and some milk if i put some of those stupid seeds in like it really gets stuck in my throat i've also started drinking tea with tea leaves because i'm getting posh and i highly recommend it actually get a, get one of those like <coughs> buy a tea buy buy a tea pot and also buy one of those little metal things those ball things you put tea leaves in and go to like an asian shop and buy some like tea from like india or somewhere like a big bag big box of tea and then you just a big you know cardboard box of tea, and then just I've got like because I'm prepping now I've got lots of tea everywhere in the house, and uh, I uh, it's yeah, it's very good it's very it's very um, therapeutic you get your tea you put your tea in your little metal thing and then you put the water in and it's very highly highly recommend it you won't go back you know if someone says um, do you want a cup of tea and you go is it a tea bag and you go yes and like no I don't. I don't drink tea yet with tea bags, you know, you can be like that kind of person. It's a bit like a it's a bit like being a coffee wanker, but you're just like a tea, you know, loose tea wanker. But it is a lot is a lot better. Because when you have it, when you have the tea, um if you make some someone some tea, they literally will say like, Oh, this tea tastes amazing and I'm like, Yes, it's loose tea and they won't even know what you're talking about. This it's just like crazy crazy talk. Loose tea? Anyway. I actually I went through that phase of making bread which will have to stop now because uh because i'm not supposed to be eating wheat i'll wait i'll wait till i get down to 100 kilos then i'll start eating bread again but, I'm, but i make, make bread and uh and I, I got that book was it like uh flour salt yeast hot water or whatever it is that book anyway so i highly recommend that book it's very good and so i was making this i was making the bread it's a long process of like fucking it up and then starting again and doing it again anyway so but now but now i can make like a decent a decent loaf of bread but i made this bread where you uh you mix half of it the night before then you just leave it all night and it's like doing whatever it does and then you mix the other flour into it in the morning and it creates like a much thicker um a much thicker crust and then so, so i cook this bread and and usually when i usually when i um making bread or making stuff like like no you and Vanessa they don't they just don't appreciate it they're just like uh, this bread you know this the bread's not sliced or something like that or like you make like the best chicken tikka masala man man has ever made in in the history of the world and they're like uh, it's a bit too red or something like that like they're really fucking wankers when it comes to appreciating the person I am and the amount of trouble I go into trying you know master these these things actually I, I changed uh speaking of which I actually changed a uh the bearings on a on a wheel the other day in that in that cool on a a wheel like but on a car well not a car on a trailer so yeah it's pretty that was pretty uh I was felt pretty pretty good about myself that day anyway so but I met, so I never appreciated then a friend of friend of mine from Dublin Barney and his wife came over and Barney's like a, it's like a, it's like a biology teacher. It's like very, you know, it's very straight. You know, it's like a physicist. He's got a brain like that, really. So he does, he doesn't get overly emotional about anything. And he's like, oh, I've, I've, 
have you got any have you got any toast? I was like, I was like, well, it's, it's, it's from Ireland. It's a toast. Have you got any toast? So it's, it's, it's got any toast? So 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 I cut him a slice of this toast, this bread uh, with polish. It's called bread with polish, or it is polished bread. Maybe it's Polish bread. I just didn't read it properly. And I made I made this toast and uh, buttered it. And I put some. And I got this honey from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwean honey recommended to me by a Zimbabwean refugee. So I got this. Um, I got this. Uh, I got this honey, and I give him this. Give him this toast. And he started. And he started eating it. And do you know, like someone's face, where you're like, uh, it's probably like when you first discover wanking or something. <laughs> like his face. His, his face was kind of like. This is just bread. I'm just eating, you know, heated up bread here. And he was like eating it. And then he was like, oh my God, this is not just heated up bread. This is like toast. And this is not just toast. This is the best toast I've ever. And he's, he's, he's just, his whole body like changed. It's, he's like, it's, it was like, it was, it was amazing. Like, and he was like, oh my God, that's the best toast i've ever eaten in my life and, he, and he's like kept eating it and i was like then he's like, <laughs> like give me some more give me some more and i was like, huh? I was like cutting the cutting the bread and putting it in for him and he's like looking at the bread the toaster and so, yeah, so that's what that's what you want really that's what you want is uh but but um you know but women women you know women <laughs> women that are into making really great great toast they just make bread so um Oh, Vanessa's come back now from uh, so it must be snap time for Noah. So I think I think uh, it was this was a short podcast and I was going to read something else, read some questions, but I'll leave that I'll leave that till next time because I probably just waffled on far too long about a lot of old lot of old crap. So anyway, so if if you uh, remember get your questions in and I I promise them I shall I'm going to try and do a podcast every week and um, send in your questions and I shall answer them until next time. 